Okay, and welcome back to episode, I believe, 11 now 11. of After Dinner Conversation, short stories for long discussions. I am your co-host, Colby, with... Jeremy. Who's Jessica. And Jessica. And Jeremy's wearing a shirt from where we are today. From La Guitarra. From La Guitarra, yeah. We're all these cats, uh, except for this one, who's like a permanent resident, uh, are available for... Uh, for adoption. Adoption, yes. Yes. Uh, or you can come and just pay some money to hang out with them. Uh after Dinner Conversation is uh, a podcast as well as a website as well as Amazon eBooks, including the book we're talking about today, uh, the Rainbow People yes. of the Glittering Glade. Um, and so we'll buy. We'll that's a great question, Jeremy. Hello, Kitty. You're sitting uh, on my. It's in here, David wrist. Schultz. Thank you. The cat's sitting on my thing there, which you're allowed to. You keep sitting, kitten. Uh, Right, and uh, so you can download those, read those. You ideally should read them beforehand, before doing the the. I would to say the this one in particular. In yes, particular, is, yes. It's a lengthy, it's a lengthy piece, but totally worth it. Is a fantastic story. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be really, I think, diving deep into this one about the world that was created, and so yeah. I think you really need to read before yeah. you. And I would say for me, like, we've had a lot of stories that I've liked. Uh, Certainly, I've liked the discussions of all the stories yes. and, the, and the questions they ask. This is one of the stories where I, I just really loved it. Like I, I, I read it and I wanted to talk to people about it and I wanted to ask questions about it. And we were trying to like hold off on our conversation before we started taping, right. so we didn't talk about it beforehand. Uh, yeah, this I feel like is this sets a new bar probably for some of the best submissions we've it's, gotten. It's really well written. It's an interesting topic. The so really well developed characters, really good, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's longer, uh, which is usually hard to keep up that sort of level of interest for that, you know. It's easy to do like a three page story that asks one question. This is a 15 page story that asks 15 questions. It's just, it's, yeah. it's really solid. Uh, and so I think that I draw the short straw this time. You did. Yes. Okay. So I am not uh, as good as <laughs> Jeremy or Jessica at uh, I'm not good. at uh, at the at the the summaries, but I will try and summarize. So basically, we're in a sort of fictional uh, world where it maybe has like other stuff going on. It's probably otherworldly, but it's 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 intentionally vague about it. And three people on behalf of the kingdom uh, are sent to the shifting desert to find a co rumored community that is violating the social norms of society and that they're practicing slavery, uh, that they're, I think, human the sacrifices, sacrifice. uh, and, you know, and just cats and dogs living together. Uh, and so they wander through the desert to find this hidden place in kind of a Lewis and Clark expedition sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes it even more interesting in that because of the plate tectonics of where they are, which is why you kind of think it's probably not on Earth, uh, there are minor plate tectonics. And so even if you're walking in a straight line, the ground underneath you literally can slowly be moving you off course because the tectonics are shifting all the time. And so it's particularly hard to find this community. Uh, the three of them get to the community. In the process, uh, I think two of them two become of them injured. injured. One from like a sprained ankle or something. or a broken, broken arm. arm. Yeah. And the other is bit by a venomous bit by snake. A venomous snake. Uh, so they, they sort of stumble into the community uh, on their last leg with not much – and running out of water, and they're just in right. bad shape. The one's like a warrior. Yeah. One's like a religious person. Right. And I feel then, like we're talking about Dungeons and Dragon classes. <laughs> right. And one is a dwarf. No. <laughs> one is a cleric. Yeah. What, uh, so one one's is a religious One's the person. government envoy, the scholar. The scholar. The warrior. Yeah. And, and, the, the, and the, the religious person. Yeah. The cleric. Uh, religious cleric. person, scholar, yes. and, and warrior. Yes. Yeah. And so, and one of the things that's interesting that sort of is the teaser in it is as they get closer to the community, they start to see statues 
uh, out in the desert. Pure white. Pure white, like marble looking type statues, statues that are exact replicas of people. And then as they get closer to the community, the statues are moving, but only in a repetitive pattern. Right. So it's just like one short motion, like kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, right? Just one sort of thing yeah. over and over again. Like an automaton or something. Yeah, but they can't talk to them or communicate with them. And they're not as uh, marbleized. They have, right. a, they have an ashen look to them. And so then they, and this is all, of course, very freaky to them. When they stumble into the community, the community takes them in and you learn the story of what's going on. Right. And in essence. Oh, and as. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go I was going to say, so they heal them. Oh, that's right. They heal them, of course. They heal them. Using um, way better healing abilities than they have. Than the cleric has. Yeah. Right, than, than the cleric the... has. Um, and the cleric is the only one that's not injured. The warrior and the scholar are the one that is injured. Right. Uh, and as they are healing, they learn more about this community. Right, because they can't leave immediately because it takes three or four days or a week for their sort yeah. of wounds to heal up. So they can't just immediately turn. And one of the things they find out in sort of their research to bring back to the kingdom is that being in the community is a double-edged sort of thing. One, you get all of these sort of uh, great knowledge and great things, and you live in this sort of idyllic community in the desert that is, you know, they don't know war, and they don't really know famine, and they don't, they all have, you know, goals and purpose. Uh, but you will slowly stonify, turn, right. for lack of a better term, right. uh, and you'll become one of the people they saw when they were coming in. And as you turn to stone, you will want to, through whatever process this curse has, make you want to isolate yourself from the community. So the people that are just outside of the community are the ones who are more recently sort of stonifying, and they can still move a little bit. And the ones that are farther out from the community are the ones who have totally turned to stone and are now essentially dead, which I believe, what, are they, what did we say? They, they, They're called the Drull. The Drull, yeah. D-R-U-L-L, I think is how they yeah. spell it. Right. And so you immediately have – this process immediately starts within days unless you are accepted by the community. And the way the community – Well, and it's explained to them that – You have to have value, right? Well, it's the – because of the, the magic in the area, right. and I think it's even presented as magic, yeah. that this is – uh, the cause of this. This is the power that heals you, but it also turns you to stone. Right. Yeah, it's inevitable if you don't have... If you don't go, if you don't go through this process. Right. Right. And so uh, the only... Everyone in the community can be a part of this process to not turn to stone, but they have to be uh, sort of selected or voted on by a panel by of the community. elders or the judged community. Judged valid. Yeah, to judge valid. And all three of the people that wander in are judged valid. The um, because scholar, of because of the scholarship, yeah. yeah. The, the the warrior because of the athletic proudness and the cleric because of their devotion to God, even though it's not their God. Right. Totally fine. Um, and so they're all, so they take them down to the inner chamber where there is, I guess, like a giant floating crystal that is so perfect that it it's, it's like a God figure crystal. And then uh, they, for lack of a better term, they get a kill. tattoo. They get it, yeah. They kill one of the one drolls. Of the drolls. They it like, like sucks up it like the sucks, essence yeah, the, of the droll the into does. the crystal. Yeah, and then and then, and then it, it becomes ink. Becomes like a tattoo machine. And then they and they, they tattoo it on their forehead. On their forehead is the one and, that keeps them right, alive. And that, right, and that keeps them yeah. from ever stonifying. And uh, the scholar and the warrior choose to take the, the serum or the the magic thing. And the religious person, because of the religious beliefs, chooses not to. I would not say we are clear why she chooses not to. That's you, true. You say because of religious beliefs. Yeah, maybe that's well, that never is, articulated. That's it true. is sort of articulated. No, I, I disagree. I, maybe I just assumed it. I disagree that it's articulated. Right. Show me in the story. All right. Um. <laughs> Jeremy's going to start scrolling through. And so, uh, and so then you, 
you uh, they heal up, and you go back and you realize that the story that you're reading is the letter that the um, emissary, the main sort of emissary person, the scholar, has given to the warrior to return to the king. Correct. Because the scholar has chosen to like go native and live in the community. Yes. The warrior has chosen chosen to go back and use some of that technology to help them in war. So oh, let, I want to clarify okay. that point. Um, so after the seal, they, they also can get additional yeah. uh, tattoos that will enable them to become better warriors or better whatever. Allows them to run faster. Run faster. Uh, go sur- longer without water. Well, it was like it was almost like photosynthesis. Like you yeah. lived off of the the rays of the sun. Yeah. Um, it also sounds complicated. This is why we're saying this is one of the stories you should definitely read. Yeah. And then the the um, but the prices that you have to go find one of the oh, drolls yeah. and bring it back in order to get the these additional powers. Right. So if you want to, yeah. And and one of the things they talk about is that ideally you should be the one to pick the droll. Correct. Um. And and I think. To me, what I got from it was the implication was is you shouldn't pick randomly. Right. That it should be somehow related to something that has either meaning to the tattoo that you're doing yeah, or meaning like to you. Some to you or the skill that you yeah, have. Yeah, it must have some personal attachment to you. Right. And then the the droll gets this sort of life sucked out and it gets turned into its blood or whatever. It gets turned into more tattooing. And you get the tattoo from the essence the of the droll yes. to like give you the ability to run faster, jump higher, yeah. or whatever. So I, I cut you off. But so yeah. then at the end of the story... It's this letter going back to the kingdom. The scholar has gone native. The warrior's going back, and the cleric is a droll now. Has become a stone. Yeah, yeah. Or is yep. like almost through the process. I think right. or pretty close to the process. Right. And and so you're essentially reading. You don't know at the beginning so much, but you're reading the story from the emissary to the king about why. Here's what I saw, and by the way, I'm not coming home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. totally. Yeah. Okay. So we're both right. Oh, <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Okay. Cyrena refused the seal. Cyrena is the cleric. Cyrena is the cleric. There is little that I can say of her reasons for doing so, which were expressed not in terms of logical rationales, but rather emotional aversion and visceral distaste. So we see f- his view of what her reasons are is a emotional reason not to do it. I attribute her attitude to the strength of her devotion to her faith. Ah. It is to her credit that she resolved, even in the face of such beauty, to abstain from what had been offered. This is a rare and commendable ability, perhaps one that is honed by fasting and chastity, the regular refusal of our natural inclinations. Ah, okay. So, so it doesn't outright say it, but you're sort of like, eh. Well, right. he thinks it's, it's religion. his impression. But, but it yeah. might not be. But, but it was an emotional and visceral reaction. Yeah. So can I just talk briefly about one of the things that this writer does that I thought was, I was like, wow. Like, I've never read that, is he does a couple of times, he does a thing where he he doesn't do like a he said, she said, he said, she said. Instead, he says, he does something like, uh, we had a conversation. While I don't remember everything, here's what I took away from it. And it's sort of like he's paraphrasing the conversation for you, which once you realize it's a letter, makes perfect sense that it wouldn't be a he said, she said. Because that's just not the way you write letters and it's not the way you remember stuff. Well, and I I thought that was a really apt tool. That is an apt tool. I also think it's it's a great tool to indicate perhaps bias. Yeah. Right? Like, this is what I took away from the conversation. 
oh, I'm not going to see that conversation? Right. Okay. So right. I, I, this is your take on that conversation, which is just the good bits that you think. You it know. comes back to the, the idea of the unreliable narrator. Right. You know, we don't, we have to take his word on it. Yes. It's his story, yep. his version of what happened. Right. Now, they can talk to the warrior who returns to corroborate. For sure would have had, I right. think the warrior for sure would have had a different take on a lot of it, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and like when I read this, I, I read it as sort of, I, I, it kept making me think of like reading some of the Lewis and Clark like primary sources. Yes. Where it's like, I know you're trying to be faithful to what you saw, and I get that you're trying, but I also get that like you've never. Right, you've never seen this You've before, never seen this before. You've never experienced it. Yeah. And so, so I, I appreciate the effort, but I'm not, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jeremy, what do you, you. I really like the story. Yeah, you also there, liked it a lot. So we're the, unanimous on this one. Oh, that it, yeah, it's yeah. a great story. Yeah. I, I love the way it's presented, the way the culture is presented, the way you're given these three different views of what's going on and three different options. Um, you choose your own adventure book. In some ways. And, and, I would or, read this story two more times from the other two characters' perspectives. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And just to see what their take on it is. It would be great. A little, if you're uh, listening. <laughs> if you're listening, writer, please. Uh, get a little Canterbury Tales esque, yeah. right? Three pilgrims, so, different, different takes. So, oh, what's that? A uh, Kuros- Kurosawa movie with the four versions. Oh. So you go Kurosawa, and I was going to go with that one where they car wreck, where the four different people all come to the car wreck and leave the same. It's like a, uh, yeah, it was, they based, based oh, it off they based the other it off one. Of that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, I'm curious. So there are some ethics. I mean, obviously we're gushing over the writing because it's gushing worthy, but there are some ethics issues. Absolutely. What did you, what did you think? Of the drawl, like, did you, as you're reading it and thinking about it, what was your opinion about? Well, it's interesting because the it's the society that decides whether or not you're worthy of getting this tattoo. Oh, I should also mention one other thing too. Uh, you don't start to stonify unless you've hit puberty. Okay. So it's not like a baby has to prove its worthiness. Right. Worthi- worthiness. You've got it's a little or, like Logan's tw- run. Yeah, you've that got twelve way. or fourteen it's... years to know what's coming and to like mentally get yourself to be like, look, I gotta up my game. I gotta like right. prove myself because then at that age is when it starts to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 choosing at some level the effort you're putting into creating your worthiness. Well, that's some real pressure. It's not just like, are you going to get into a good college about, or not? Yeah, you want to talk about a final exam, right? That's <laughs> right. That way is worse than the uh, Ames test. Yeah, it is. It's it is an ethical conundrum because, again, it's the society that's determining your worthiness. So it isn't, yeah, you know, shifting morals and shifting values. Um, how do you know? You know, it, it's not like there's an SAT you have to pass. It's what if, what if you focus on a good mile time and it turns and out they don't need milers yeah, anymore? Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you get the impression that they're not because uh, they were really free to give it to the three people that came in. But 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 oh, okay, but but those are three outsiders that can go report pack oh, and yeah. get people to come and kill them. Yeah. Right. It's three. It's so lots. You, yeah. Right. And. Mm. They already, I mean, I'm going to assume that they know that this outside kingdom has already dubbed them human sacrifice, slavery, yeah. right? Like, they already have a bad PR rap. Like, of course they're going to be like, here you go, free stuff for you, <laughs> right? Like, it's 
it's it's the the you know it's the vendor who buys you dinner right like it's it's yeah. not i would say that it's un, it is very biased that they So you get think the they're seals. being shown the best parts of the community absolutely i, I, well, I, I think that way somebody even brings that up the warrior does the warrior yeah. totally is suspect of all of their motivations yeah the embassy guy is like no no let's just be cool yeah, let's be cool. I, I think I'd be cool, I honey bunny. Here. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that I that I really loved about this was I was struck with the question of why would you why would you be a droll, right? Why wouldn't you try like if you know it's coming, like and it doesn't sound like the, like there's a limited number of slots or whatever. Like why would you choose that? And then it occurred to me Everyone, everyone around me in society chooses that every day. Chooses that, absolutely. Right? Like every person who like gets up and goes to work and comes home and watches TV and like. It's a culmination mows, of all the things. It mows their lawn. It's how right. you were raised. It's yeah, like I, I, all of your decisions compound on previous like decisions. I, I felt one of the really great things about this story is it created a con, like a more in-your-face example of the thing that that people in real life do every day. Right, like, like I feel like there's a lot of sort of drolls walking among us, people who's like their biggest thing that they're waiting for is to pay off their mortgage or to, like, it's just, like, or I don't not even that, just making next week's rent. Right, and 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 it's just it's a complete lack of like belief that that you can craft yourself or yourself. your society around you to your hopes. So I totally disagree. Good. Um, that makes better discussions. Yeah. So I uh, and I and I got from the discussion questions at the end that you would go this way. Yeah. Because so, I write the discussion. Yes, questions. Yes, you write the discussion yeah. questions at the end. Um, so I think it is. I do think it's a reflection of society, but I think it's this uh, wonderful reflection of society of how. Um, oh, I know where you're going. Yeah. How we judge people's value. Who Who gets to pick what's worthy? Oh, Women's yeah. work is never worthy. Never. Um, it's it's something that we never consider um, to be part of. You know, do you do you work or do you stay at home? Right. Guess what? Stay at home, freaking work. <laughs> like it's yeah. not. It's especially if you have kids. Right. Um, who? It's very ableist. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you're able to work. You, your your worth is determined by your productivity and success based on the productivity and success that I want as the yeah. judger. I'm judging you based on the, my values of what I think has value. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have so, a counterpoint for this. Sure. I would agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Except what the drolls are doing. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Because before you totally are turned to stone. Mm -hmm. I took their repeat action mm -hmm. as the thing that they mistakenly thought mattered mm -hmm. that they couldn't let go of, mm -hmm. right? Whether that's gardening or prayer or whatever, the thing where they're like, no, 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 I have to keep the floor mopped mm -hmm. because that has value. <laughs> and so, so, so you sort of solidify into that valueless action mm -hmm. until you truly are gone. So here's my disagreement All on right, that. All right, let's hear it. If I knew, if I uh, grew up here, sorry, Jeremy, we are no, that not is letting you talk. Um, if I grew up in the society and I knew that the society would not determine what I am doing as value, as adding value, perhaps I'm a woman and they don't think that women's work is valuable or perhaps, you know, I, I do something that I'm a writer yeah. and they think art sucks, mm -hmm. right? So I, so I have a choice 
because I know there's a slim... So as we get closer to the community, we see you writing right. over and over and over again because you've been pushed out because they don't value writers. Right, because they don't value writers or they don't value artists or they don't, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, Hi, this is Colby, and you are listening to After Dinner Conversation, short stories for long discussions. But you already knew that, didn't you? If you'd like to support what we do at After Dinner Conversation, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash after dinner conversation. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can support thoughtful conversations like the one you're listening to. And as an ad incentive for being a Patreon supporter, you'll get early access to new short stories and ad-free podcasts, meaning you'll never have to listen to this blurb again. At higher levels of support, you'll be able to vote on which short stories become podcast discussions, and you'll even be able to submit questions for us to discuss during these podcasts. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being the kind of person that supports thoughtful discussion. Over and over and over again, because you've been pushed out because they don't value writers. Right, because they don't value writers, or they don't value artists, or they don't, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I get a choice at, at God, some point. I think point you're about to change my mind. That I either get to try to have a slim hope of redemption. So my droll action will be whatever maybe will redeem me, because they do, that's maybe. the thing about the story, is they maybe pick somebody to redeem. Yeah. The, the woman that shows them around is this, um, this Who has been advocate of, redeem, of redemption. Yeah. I either do an action that maybe they'll find redemptive. I'll do gardening. I'll hold up the, the bridge, the aqueduct that collapsed, which happens in the story. Or I do what will make me happy because that's what I'm going to do until the end of time because the chance of redemption is so slim. I think, though, that's what the – and I think that's why the story is so interesting is I think that is the choice that the cleric makes. Right. She the does cleric, what she loves. The cleric loves. says, look, I understand that you don't think what I'm doing has value. Yeah. But it's that important That doesn't me. mean it doesn't have value. Right. And so I'm perfect. Like, I know that I'm not going to heal fast enough to get out of here. Right. And I know that I'm not going to change the core of who I am to impose, to, to take on your value system. Right. So I'm willing to sort of die with my value system. Doing uh, what I love. Doing what I love, knowing that you don't value it. Right. And I think, and I think in that sense, the cleric is an admirable character well, as and I much think, as anyone. I think the droll are admirable. I mean, it just depends on why they're droll. Well, and, right. and I think the idea... There's a guy just, like, playing PlayStation, eating Cheetos. <laughs> Dude, that's what he loves. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like... It's Dude, his life to choose why that. Can, why can you force me to not eat Cheetos and play PS4? And, and what I will say is, like, this idea that this, uh, this worthiness on the backs of others... Mm. is the part that kills me. Like my what That's what I, I think creates a great moral ambiguity in the story though, right? Uh, mm. I don't I don't find it. I think it's immoral. I well, don't they, think there's well, any ambiguity. Well, they, they, they think they're essentially fe like feeding on the dead. Right. But of course to the dead they don't think that. Correct. Jeremy and what about the class structure that is creating the values that they're judging on right. in terms of they need drawl to get additional skills so wouldn't you game the system to create more drawl absolutely so that you have uh, you got more can, to feed on more to feed on never be there can never be this society without the drawl right. there can never be this American society without the people who pick up garbage, with the people who work on Amazon, their droll life, making it week to week, paying their rent, 
we can't have this society without Unless we the feed drone. off of them, so to and speak. We feed off of them. I think this is a great mirror of what's what society wow. does. I think you might change my mind, actually. <laughs> I love that. No, I'm totally fine yeah. to have my mind changed. That's why I want to have these conversations. Just not, not with me. <laughs> no, I mean you're wrong. But you changed my mind. Yeah. I'm I'm perfectly allowed to hold two contradictory opinions of you simultaneously. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what was your take on on the choices that each of the three characters made? Were you respectful of all three, or did you sort of stack them in no, order I, of like I preference? Think that's- I think it's presented very well that they make the choices that are suitable to them. Suitable to their, their traits. To their so to traits. Speak. So the cleric absolutely makes the, the choice not to do this because it's you know morally offensive to her to do this and that she has such faith in her religion. And yeah. And sees value in it even if it is valueless yes, to others. Exactly. Yeah. And the other two, yeah, perfectly. You know, it makes sense they would make these decisions. What about the fact, so Jessica has a problem with the society and that they sort of feed and level up on others. But at some level, the, the emissary, I don't know why I keep calling him that, but that's what I'm going to call yeah, him. Yeah, he's the emissary. Yeah. He has chosen to do the thing that Jessica has a problem with. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a problem with him doing it. Well, I think it, it makes sense to him. And, and they're gaming him so that he writes this a letter. A lot of moral relativism yeah. going on. There, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, and so I mean, I, it here, doesn't mean he's right or wrong. It's just means it's, he's different. Well, it's the right decision for him. Mm. So one of the um, one of the things that I thought about at the end of the story, because I do have problems with the society, right? Yeah. But but we've all met me. I'm not the cleric, right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Didn't you just in-, in the last episode say you were like my husband had a seventy percent chance of living, so I abandoned him. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> Maybe we don't let your daughter listen to that episode. Let's let's yeah. not let her listen to that. Um, so, I, oh, but Alex, it's okay. <laughs> Alex, I'm so sorry again. I, you know I love you. Well, I, um, we know you just swim out for your daughter. I would absolutely yeah. swim out for my daughter. Yeah. Um, but so we know I'm not the cleric. I'm not going to self-sacrifice and and do. I'm not going to write and and not live. Right. Yeah. The and. Yeah, which one of these three characters are you? So, but I'm I'm not any of these characters. But okay. the question is, is if I'm in this party and they offer you the seal, and you know the choice is really, I either become a stone statue doing what I love, or I get the or, seal and yeah. have a chance of escaping this place and warning other people. Come back with the nukes, right? What do you do? Like, do you get the seal knowing that somebody dies on behalf of you? But then the hope is that you would save more people. And it, it, the shifting sands, like they're, the chance of finding yeah. these people again is very hard. Right. You know, it's interesting. I didn't even, until you brought it up, I didn't take the, the droll as being alive. Mm. I, I, in my mind, it wasn't feeding off the living. It was feeding off the dead. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because in, in my own bias, I think, which well, you, I, you slightly changed my mind on, uh, I feel like it's okay to feed off the dead because they've already chosen to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and that society has set up that. Like right. everybody in that society believes that you can't live day to day believing. I mean, we believe that every day. We believe people that clean houses make that choice. We believe, you know, the people mm-hmm. that can't find jobs make that choice. Yes, I was it's another. Them. It's another good metaphor for uh, a type people who look down on anybody else below them who aren't like absolute achievers why would you not be the best person you could absolutely be every day yeah right it's like well maybe i just want to be happy and this makes me happy 
Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I struggle with those people. My therapist. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a Type A person. We all know me. Uh, but my therapist was very much like you. You keep climbing a, clear, a career ladder. Do you want to keep climbing? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Really. <laughs> I'm just looking this for the is what next. You do. Right? Yeah. This is the next. I thing just that saw we a mountain do. and I climb mountain. Right. That is yeah. exactly. So it is. Uh, I think that is very much a people look down. I. Colby and I had this conversation where we always want to make other people's businesses as efficient as possible. We want to make, you know, restaurants work better. Um, and it, what if we don't care? What yeah. if we just, like, let people just live their lives and they don't want the most efficient restaurant? It, they just like this experience. It, it reminds me of the story. It works you, well enough. Yeah. yeah. We're like, I, I, I'm happy. Like, right. why, do I need I, to, why do I need to be, like, am I going to be happier if I if have I'm more making business? 10% or, more money. Right. I make yeah. enough money to do what I love. And what I love is sitting and playing PlayStation on the couch. Yeah. And I, I get that you judge me, but I'm happy. Great. You know, it reminds me, uh, years ago when I was working at a job that was a little bit of a droll job, I have to admit. Uh, a I had droll job a or droll a droll job? job. Yeah, I, think, I think that's part of the reason why the name is chosen, yeah. too. Uh, is I was talking to a coworker about, like, I need to do more with my life. And he's like, you know, you remind me of the guy who went to the Amazon and saw the guys hanging out on the side playing soccer and pulling fish out of the water once in a while to eat. And he said, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. You need to set up nets, and you need to have a factory, and you need to process it, and you need to sell it, and you need to have higher margins, and you need to get into a global market. And the guy said, why? He's like, well, so you can sit on the Beef. side of the river <laughs> and fish. play soccer with your friends all day and fish. And they're like, yeah. 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 That's a great It's a great, right, it's a great story, right? Yeah, and I feel like that, that's the case where it's like you chase this thing. Uh, I'll tell you one thing I did – I'm glad the story left out, but I definitely thought about it, is it kind of made it clear that if you were 13 or 14 and starting to enter puberty and you had a problem with this, I don't know why you had a problem with it because you grew up in the culture and you wouldn't know any better. The shifting sands and all of the trauma would why make it almost impossible to escape. Yep, absolutely. Like yeah. there is no... There is no ability for someone born into the community to opt out of the community. Right. Right. Well, and it's impossible for those you three people. You can't leave Omaha. You this can't. Case. You can't. These three people, you can't. They right. can't escape. Right. You either turn into a droll. Or you accept or that. Or you leave. Yeah. Or you accept in the, the emblem and then leave. So, and it's interesting, I think, is that this letter comes back and it's like, no, 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 they don't do human sacrifice. They absolutely do. Um, and I did not think they did, though, until you sort of talked about it. Now, <laughs> I, now I get it better. Um, and, and then, so, so you didn't answer my question. Do you get the seal and try to warn people or do you not take the seal because you know you're taking somebody's life? Oh, I totally get the seal. Seal. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, like I understand <laughs> that you think your life has value. I don't think your life has value. <laughs> oh my God. And therefore, no, I mean, if I'm being honest, like I would like to be less horrible, but I'm not. Right. Right. Like I, I look at someone like Elon Musk and I think he's worth more. Like oh, that he, I definitely don't. That, that guy's he, a jerk. he can, but here's the thing: I, I don't care that he's a jerk. I care I that he's pushing us uh, as a as a world slightly, just a hair beyond where we were yesterday. Okay, but let's for the record, Elon Musk is one of the droll. I am sacrificing that dude to get the seal. <laughs> just telling you. Yeah. I, I, Even I, though there's a chance of redemption for him and he could go change the world. Yeah, I just I'm, I feel like I'm first. I feel like like ninety-nine percent of society lives off the the sort of invention of one percent. Right? And I would put yeah. you in that one percent, right? Oh, like what, that's so no, sweet. But like but but but, but he's but, gaming the system, so you write a good letter. Right, but yeah, <laughs> right. but a lot of people 
will never even have the smallest bit of like adding to like whether it's cell phones or space exploration or understanding of psychology or medicine right. or they really uh, you know do data entry for a living right and and I just am like uh, I want to be a better human being and a more this is one of the conversations like uh, like five episodes ago I want to be more empathetic to that person mm -hmm. but I'm perfectly fine being like yeah no your food but we need people to do data entry. We need we a lot of people to do that job. Well, and I think it's one of those things. I don't care about the data entry or the, the invention part. I think it, for me, it's the skew of you think the furthering of humanity. Right. You're overlaying the, your values on someone else's the, choices. Is the goal. And I think, I think the experience of life is the goal. Right. And that's just yeah. a different perspective right. that, that the society has now overlaid on people making this choice. Right. Like I look at Switzerland and I'm like, yeah, 300 years of peace and prosperity, and you gave us the cuckoo clock. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't think that that's impressive. Don't they also do really good chocolate? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. And they do really good uh, sort of... Uh, neutrality? Neutrality. <laughs> they do, they do uh, uh, vaguely... Question they do un true. unethical banking. <laughs> they do a lot of unethical uh, banking. Well, yeah. and I think it's one of those things, like, just, you know, to be clear... But that's clear, totally my overlay of right. values on society. And I yeah. will say, I think, like, I'm a humanist. I think society, I think humans, I think we're all very amazing people. But at the end of the day, I, I do think it's the it's so big and it it's really about the experience it for me it's a it's a lot of the the carl sagan of the living in that moment and and being part Absolutely. of that i'm gonna universe. call just a hair oh, bit of bullshit on this oh tell me you just said earlier like i see a mountain and i have to climb it yes so what you're saying is is you understand that you Overlay your values on your choices in ways that were it over it overemphasizes the value of achievement and sort of ticking mm -hmm. boxes mm -hmm. and goal setting mm -hmm. and like moving the ball forward. Yep. And yet you're also saying, but what I really want to do is fish by the river. Yeah, absolutely. So society, just like society devalues women's work, right? Women also devalue women's work. Oh. Right. So. I have been raised in a society where success yeah, is, fair. and so of course I'm a, a box checker. Of course, mm -hmm. I love that that sense of achievement. Actually, I feel like both sides of the scale are sitting on each side of me here. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> like Jeremy, I feel like in some ways you are the guy, and I, and I don't mean this as an insult. <laughs> I don't mean this as an insult at all. But oh. I feel like uh, you're you want to be a good father. You want to be a good friend. You want to be a good uh, you know, fish by the river. Yeah, fish by yeah. the river kind of guy. And it, and and that and you're genuinely happy and it genuinely makes you feel good and it, like yeah. uh, you know I and and, and Jessica being uh, kind of the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> I am. I am a bit of an and I and I definitely here. understand your point that there's a place for both of those kind of people. Yes. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> Good news. Good news. Today we don't eat you. We don't eat you today, but just so you know, Colby's counting down the days. If you start yes. getting a little ashy. If I'm peckish, it's going to be bad for you. Um, yeah, well, we went a little bit long on this one, not surprisingly, because it was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you uh, write something, if you're going to submit something, you should read this story. Yeah, Rainbow People of the Glittering Glade, which is on... Yeah. Afterdinnerconversation.com. Yeah. It is. And also on uh, Amazon. And Anywhere as well. you get. And actually, you know what I'm going to do? Podcasts. Just so that people 
know that this is the kind of thing we're looking for. I'm actually, I think I'll link to this in the submission page. Oh, I think that'd be So great. that they have, um, they can be like, oh, let me read a sample of yeah. the kind of thing you're looking for. Maybe shorter, if longer is struggling for you. Jeremy doesn't like to stay up late reading. But, no, uh, it was just it was busy but this day is, yesterday. I think, I think this is exactly what the website was created for. And I was, I was very happy to get it. So thank you. Person whose name I don't remember. What's our author? <laughs> Let's give him some proper yeah, no, credit. Yeah, seriously, he's a, he's a rock star. David, David Schultz. Schultz, who, by the way, I think this is amazing, uh, has degrees in cognitive science, philosophy, law, and education. Because why yes. not? That guy yeah. checking boxes. He's checking boxes, <laughs> which is ironic that he writes his story then too, right? Well, maybe because he's yeah. like me and learned. Yeah, maybe he learned Colby. it. Colby, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you are listening to After Dinner Conversation: Short Stories for Long. Conversations. conversations you've been joined by myself and jessica <laughs> and jeremy and we had a great time talking about rainbow people from glitter and glade yeah. if you had a good time listening to us please like or subscribe please come to la gatara get a cat they are available for adoption you can come and pay 10 bucks and just hang out with them if you're in tempe arizona um, additionally go to amazon and you can download uh, any of the books this one plus probably 15 or 20 30 other ones i don't know there's a lot of them now uh uh, candidly, not all of them are as good as this one, but many of them are very, very good. And they certainly will encourage you to have really good conversations with your friends or with your kids if you want to have a, you know, a, literally a conversation with your family, Gasp, who does that, about things that uh, that matter outside of like yeah. Game of Thrones. Also good ethical and moral dilemmas. There are actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> I drink and I know things. things. I drink and I know things. All right. Hey, thank you. Bye.